0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. My name is Cam Rogers. How are we doing out there? I've got two legends with me, Brandon Lang, BrandonLang.com, and a new host for tonight, Casey Hudson, joining the show, betting analyst as well. Hello, folks. How are we doing?
1: We're doing. It's a great, great midweek. I'm just ready for Friday and the holiday like you and I discussed earlier.
2: I just got to start off the best pickup line in the history of mankind. I used it many times over my career. And someone like Kate, she comes on. No, it's a great line. And she's going to love it. She's going to crack up. So I roll up my said, listen, baby girl, if looking good were a crime, you'd be on death row.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it. Pickup line, Hall of Fame.
2: Nothing less. From the Langer. There we go. So Casey, Nothing welcome. less. Have some fun. Thank you. And uh, looking forward to it. This will, be, this will be great.
0: We got a lot to cover, guys. LeBron James, obviously. The buzz about him potentially retiring. Tiger Woods will not play in the U.S. Open. We'll talk about his odds at the British, if he'll even play, retirement, etc. Some NFL stuff as well, guys. So let's get it going. Let's start with LeBron James. We actually have odds about whether he will retire this off season. yes, plus five fifty. No, minus a thousand. Meaning, pay a thousand, get a hundred in profit. He was non-committal after getting swept by the Denver Nuggets. We're going to start with you here, Brandon, on this one. Any value whatsoever, or is he still going to play?
2: I want you to think about this. It, it, it's about minutes, and when you start two and ten and Davis being hurt, the minutes that LeBron had to log early on from the 2-10 and 10 start put him so far behind the eight ball mm-hmm. that when it got to the playoffs, and if you look at the minutes in the playoff, him and AD are playing over 40 minutes a game. The same thing happened to Book and Durant. They played literally over 40 minutes in every single playoff game that the Suns played. Now, people say minutes. Minutes doesn't really mean much to the normal fan. It's about minutes. And let's say the Lakers didn't get off that two and ten start. Let's say the Lakers got a much better start. LeBron could have rested so much more. He did everything he could in game four. He had nothing left. He was flat out gassed from a long season of just an uphill climb. Had the Lakers not been injured, had LeBron not had the log too many minutes, if you look at all four games, they cut it to two in game one in Denver. They cut it to two in game two in Denver. Game three was right there before Denver went on that run. And game four was tied at 111. A lot of people see a 4-0 sweep. That could very easily have been 2-2-3-1 Lakers. That series was much more closer than what people think. No way LeBron goes out like this. You Mm -hmm. give this Laker team full health. They're going to be dangerous in what I term to be kind of a weak West. I just do. Itens, a question mark for Phoenix. Yeah, Book and Durant are there. Clippers and Kwai, he's always injured. Denver, that's a problem with Jokic and Murray and that crew there. But no way. I think they come back healthy. They'll be a force to be reckoned with.
0: Casey, we talked about this, obviously, earlier in the week. LeBron James, his future. Are you with Brandon here? He plays more?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because I think that he wasn't even he I don't think he was feeling his healthiest and strongest this season. And that is where, you know, Brandon makes a great point. Minutes come into play. You've got to be able to manage your veterans time on the court in order to get the best out of them. And you can't gas them out either. So you know, looking at this from a retrospect, a guy who still put up, what, 28 plus points in a season. And he was able to, yeah, do 30 last year. But the year before that, for the last five years, I think until 2009 to 2010, he's gotten below 28 points per season. So he still has an average there worth working with if he manages his body and his time appropriately. And the overall thing is that you can't go out like this. You can't close the chapter on a note such as this because it wasn't the strongest performance it wasn't the most consistent it's not one of those things where you could say you gave it all you got and for the Tom Brady of basketball I hate to say it we've seen how hard it was for Tom Brady to turn the page LeBron's got to be the same way it's ego and emotion in a press conference like that
0: well LeBron James has to be built different too right guys much like Tom Brady MJ these guys can't just walk away especially after you drop 40 in a basketball game in the playoffs right so I'm with you Let's lay the minus a thousand if you want to do it, Brandon.
2: I'll go one more point here. The biggest thing for LeBron, no matter what anybody says, is he the greatest of all time? Mm-hmm. And, and the debate and the numbers of him and Jordan, Jordan never got swept. Jo- I mean, it's amazing the comparisons. If he wants any possibility to say he's the greatest of all time, absolutely he comes back and I believe his ego is such to walk off after a four game sweep. As she said, no way, man, there's just, there's no way he goes out like that.
0: Let's talk about that for a second here because I want to, okay, Casey, I'm going to direct this question to you. Point blank is LeBron James, the greatest basketball player of all time right now.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so offended you did this to me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's great. It's so hard. I mean, I, I predominantly grew up in the era of all things, Michael Jordan. So it's really hard for me to just be a part of the, it's the LeBron James show. Um, Mm. I, and the minute that you turn against LeBron James, it's like, you don't recognize how amazing he is and all of his accolades and accomplishments, but it's just like Michael Jordan did in a different era and I've got to stick with Jordan.
0: Lang.
2: Let me explain this to people out there so they get it. Casey makes a great point. It's a different era. The era that Michael Jordan played in and the physicality of that era and how players are so protected today, whereas Jordan got his ass beat Mm -hmm. physically and mentally by the Celtics and the Pistons and what he had to overcome, and he took his lumps till they got the right pieces and the right coach around him. And then once they had that, it was game over. And then he goes to baseball, and Terry Francona says, if the strike had not happened, he will take to his grave that Jordan makes a big league roster and plays in the big leagues and is relevant and then comes back and wins three more championships in a row. the the, the, just the competitiveness the greatest line Michael Jordan had Michael Jordan said I don't have a gambling problem I have a competition problem and the documentary on um the last dance with Roy Williams saying he never turned it off I love LeBron but you stacked them against each other and then you can't even really leave Kobe out and and I'm going to tell a real quick great story Phil Jackson was having lunch with the agent Ari Emanuel and I was caddying for Ari and Manuel when I was trying to get the movie made and Ari was one of my regulars. And he tells me on Saturday, I'm having lunch with Phil Jackson on Monday. You have a question for him. And with that, within two seconds, I said, yeah, ask him in their prime. If Kobe and, and Michael played one-on-one who would win. So the next week Ari comes to the, the tee box and he's got this grin on his face and he goes, do you want the answer? I said, no, let's get down the fairway. We get down the fairway and he go, give me the answer. And, and Ari goes, well, I asked Phil. And he said, Phil actually leaned back in his chair and said, wow. And then for 30 seconds, he kind of just sat there in silence as his mind was going, wow. I coached them both. uh, And he leaned forward and he says, I can't tell you. Wow. I can't can't tell you. He goes, "But, but here's what I will tell you. When they were done playing, there would be blood all over that court. And that was his answer. And that's the difference. I don't think LeBron has that blood mentality that Jordan and Kobe had. And for that reason and that competitiveness and, and go to, go to death. That's when Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time.
0: And you have to wonder too, if the environment back then lent it to Jordan and company play more physically in LeBron now more so, you know, assimilated to the today's NBA and all that. So it's harder to be as physical Anyway, always a debate. LeBron probably going to continue to play. Maybe he'll get traded though. Casey, we'll toss this one to you. We've got odds on it. If LeBron, and it's an if, Brandon Lang, he is traded to a team. The Knicks and the Sixers are the favorites at three to one. Clippers, five to one. Cavs, seven to one. Suns, eight to one. Warriors, value there, nine to one.
1: Casey, any logic with a bet here? So, of course, just my in, initial reaction to this you either stay with the Lakers or you retire is my personal opinion but if you're going to end up on the chopping block to get traded and and make that next move anybody in the legendary conversation isn't going to just make a parallel move to another team you're looking mm-hmm. at the best chance for a championship or you like being a part of those legendary teams hence why Sixers and Knicks are favored now when I think of the 76ers and their two championships and guys like Iverson Barkley Irving Greer that played with that team I for an entertainment purpose wouldn't mind seeing him go to the 76ers the Knicks think they have it every single year and they just disappoint their fans by flopping out and they're another team I mean 77 seasons eight finals two championships I don't want to see him go anywhere but if I had to pick I'm going to go with the 76ers.
0: Brandon guns your head. Who are you picking?
2: <laughs> I'm going be Not really a bold prediction. I think it's really going to happen. I believe Kyrie is going to LA and I believe AD Kyrie and LeBron win next year's NBA championship that I've Ooh. said that, the last, okay. I've, said that for, I've said that for the last two weeks. That is the destination. Look at the pieces. The Lakers have in place. And what is the one thing they're missing? A point guard. They don't have a true point guard at all. You reunite LeBron, that trio with AD, and LeBron. We're talking minutes earlier. I'm telling you, Kyrie to LA, and they win it all. And LeBron rides off into the sunset. The Belang. <laughs>
0: Big time. It's getting spicy up in here on Stadium. Yeah. I love it. Let's wrap up I the know. NBA discussion, guys. NBA Finals odds. As we stand right now, I'm canceling out Boston. They could be out by the time this thing airs. Nuggets mm-hmm. minus 280. Heat plus 375. Brandon, do the Heat and Jimmy Bucket stand a chance against Denver?
2: They stand about as good a chance, right, as me winning the lotto. <laughs> Abadio, Abadabadu, Fred Flintstone, Barney Rubble, great player. But Yokish, Murray, their bench, their team. I said, and I, and I said earlier on one of our shows, the West was going to, I've been predicting all year the West was going to have your NBA champion. And I felt Denver was was going to be that team. They're a matchup nightmare for Miami. They really are. And they had a good run. Um I think the Bucks were poorly coached. I'm going to say it. And uh, Casey, our partner in crime who covers the team is around them. Um, I thought that came down to coaching and he got out coached and consequently he got fired. Um, I, I, the, the Denver nuggets are a mortal lock winner and I think they win the win the NBA finals in five, but I will say this. I'm a big believer in statistics and stuff happening John Rahm winning the Masters on Seve's birthday, the 20-year anniversary of Jose Maria Fabo winning it on a Sunday, um, the same date that Sergio Garcia won it on a Sunday. You had all this Latin whatever of all these guys on the Sunday that Rahm won it. Now, here the Celtics are down 3-0. The only other team to do it is the Boston Red Sox are down 3-0 to the Yankees. It's like I forgot who said it. They, they, they better beat us tonight. It's like Kevin Millar walked around Millar. before game four and goes, you better beat us tonight. You better close us out tonight. Because if you don't close us out tonight, we got Pedro going in game five. We got Shill going in game six. And anything can happen in game seven. And they won the next four. By Miami blowing that 56-50 lead, not coming out in the third quarter and ending it right there. They have given this team hope. I'm telling you, it would not shock me. If Boston came back and won that series, four games, to three would not shock. Me.
0: Wow. It's never been done before in the association, Casey. All right. What say you about that?
1: And then who is winning this thing? <laughs> I say hot, hot, hot take, but um, no, I don't see Boston coming back whatsoever. I think that he can at least close the door on them and then go lose in the finals to the nuggets for a number of reasons. I typically stand so strongly on veteran experience, helping a group, pull through and in the most crucial part of the year finals, but this veteran group just shows how easily they can exhaust their motor. Can't really keep them in anything too long. And then you got the nuggets who are on more of the youthful side and they're not relying just on Nikola Jokic, who's crushing it with 29.9 points. They also have a point guard that could put up 20 plus points also in Murray. He, yeah. I think he's averaging like 27 plus right now. So when you compare guys who can pull through at those moments if your lead guys get isolated the Nuggets have more depth and reliability there because then it goes yeah it's a a day a day of a bio, uh, bio however you say his name at 17 out points yeah. out of bio yeah and then Vincent who drops down to 13 points so there's such a margin between the top performers on the heat versus the Nuggets team where it's a little bit more consistent in the points column and then on top of that You can't always just rely on one guy to get the job done, and I think that's why Boston started to struggle. Yeah, their point guards started to step up too, but they've been a little inconsistent, and unless they can pull through for three games to put them back in the series, that's the only reason why I don't see anything happening. So I'm going to take the nuggets on this one as much as it hurts because as somebody in Florida right now seeing South Florida thrive, you want to see the fairy tale, the Cinderella story go about, but not here.
0: No disagreement so far on this show. Guys, I'm with you. I will lay the (laughs) $2.80 and then move on with my free $100 there with the Denver Nuggets. I do think... Shot making regression is going to happen here for the heat shots are really falling right now against a really good defense in Boston. So I think that regresses there in the NBA finals. We are going to do a hard pivot and talk about Tiger Woods. Okay, guys, he is not playing in the US Open Father's Day weekend. That is to be expected. The medical community seems to think he's not going to play in the British Open, although the odds are still there, 82-1 to to win at Royal Liverpool. Casey, philosophical question for you. Should Tiger Woods not play the rest of the year, and should he potentially retire, hang it up for the rest of his career?
1: Um, So if he has any, any any chance of competing and staying in this game, then yeah, I think he needs the rest of the year. We haven't seen him since the masters in Augusta. I think he withdrew out of that at like a plus nine, but outside of that, his health and of course, like off the, what do you call it? The green issues. um, It's just played too much of a large role over the last six, seven years of his career. So if he's going to stay in the game of golf, he needs to take the rest of this year to just really find that tunnel vision, heal and, figure out his game plan to compete. I think he wants to kind of hit that 20-year mark. He's been in this game since 96. Maybe if he gets to 2026, that's when he finally decides to hang it up. In my personal opinion, he's done so much. He's collected the awards that one would want to collect. Um, Yeah, there's still some hope to his game. I think his driving accuracy is like over 70%, but – I think there's just too many antics off the field and his health can cons- consistently comes into play at inopportune moments throughout the season. So I think he should retire, but if he doesn't, I think he needs to take the rest of the year off.
0: Brandon, applying that logic that we talked about with LeBron unable to walk away, maybe the same case here with Tiger still trying to chase Jack.
2: Tiger Woods is a turd. <laughs> he just it's is. Not
1: where I saw this going.
2: No, nope. <laughs> he's one of the worst human beings that walks the face of the planet earth and i've said this forever and it goes back to high school when he had his parents break up with his girlfriend because he couldn't do it and now you come full circle and his recent girlfriend he says meet me at the airport we're going to fly somewhere and she drives there and it's see my lawyer. He doesn't even have the common decency to do like most normal people and set her down in the kitchen and say, listen, um, it's not working out anymore. Sorry. Um, here's a check for X, Y and Z. Um, I'll give you time to move your stuff out and say goodbye to the kids. And but it's just not working out anymore to not have the balls to do that, to not face someone and, and give them that moment that gave their life to you for however it was six, seven years speaks to the character of that person. And you go all the way back to Ted Treba, who plays on tour, real good friend of mine who played on tour with doing Tiger's Heyday, And so I would hang out on tour with Ted and just all the stories about Tiger. And Ted used to say, Tiger made a deal with the devil. They all would say it in the locker room, how every break in the world Tiger would get. And they would say, Tiger made a deal with the devil. But then they would all follow that by saying, I don't want to be around when the devil calls in his marker. And you look Hmm. at the arc of Tiger's life. The side of the road, the Mercedes and the two pop tires. He had Vicodin, Ambien, um, marijuana, um, had like five substances in him. Um, and then driving in Pacific Palisades or, or, or Palos Verdes and almost kills himself. It's just the, the, the karma's a bitch. Karma is a bitch in life. I'm a firm believer of that. And you reap what you sow in life. And I'm from the parable in the, four, the New Testament, the four gospels. I'm a big believer in that. This boy's just reaping what he sowed, man. And now he's trying to do the right thing now. And he's trying to reach out to kids and be a better person and blah, 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 blah. That's all fine and dandy. But all that bad sowing he did in his 20s and 30s, he's reaping that now. No matter how good he is, he's done. And the only reason why he's hanging around is because his ego is so big it makes him relevant by playing in these events, and people talk about Tiger, and everybody gets excited that he's going to win. But
0: and they that, bet on him too, which is they crazy. Bet on him
2: too. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cripple, and he can hardly walk. And you look at—I listen—I get sore watching him just walk around in the gimp and the leg and the whatever. Thank God we got his son Charlie, who's great to watch. It's unbelievable how good he is, and see where that's going to go. But um, you know me and my history with Tiger and just everything i know about him and and it's just it's unbelievable how people get all fired up and excited about this guy and if they knew the true character of the man they would be like oh my god just brutal
0: so you're not getting a beer with him anytime soon that'll is what you're happen. saying
2: that'll never happen <laughs> i don't want to get anywhere near that that energy and that karma he's pigpin from the charlie brown car- cartoon strip with the pig pen dirt behind him and that follows him everywhere. That's the that's the bad karma that's falling Tiger for the next five, 10 years.
0: All right, guys. We're having so much fun here on the show.
1: <laughs> I know Just we got a couple of minutes left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're gonna do some quick over-unders here if we have time. Two of them, but right now let's talk about win totals for the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to start with the defending champions. The total set at 11 and a half wins, minus 135 for the over, plus 105 for the under. Brandon, where is the value there? Some plus money on the under, 11 and a half.
2: Yeah, but they, they win 12 every. And listen, I can't stand the team. I can't stand Andy <laughs> Reid because every time I see Andy Reid on the sideline, I want to go get a pizza and donuts and just go in a food coma. I mean, if you, if you zone in quick on his face, he always got – like glazed from donuts he's eaten before he goes out <laughs> the boat, stuck in his mustache. It's just, I mean, Ryan I like the foodie, clearly. Some way. He, just, he's a, he's a, he goes to the buffets in Vegas. They pull the rope and say, no, we're shut down. You can't come in. Um, and yet every year they just, they get lucky and they win. I I, I can't stand them, but they're going to get over 11 and a half. They're going to get 13 again. They're going to get home field advantage again. They're going to go to the Super Bowl again. And here we are again.
0: Casey less than a minute here are you going over
1: I'm going over I think that they at least still get 12 look I thought that their roster got a little fractured this past season and there was ways that I thought the teams could beat them and they still found a way to come out on top I mean even when their defense was completely depleted and just injury ridden they still found a way so not much has changed they're going up against the Chargers Raiders and Broncos who are all basically in rebuild phases I take Mm -hmm. 12 wins at least
0: Lay the juice, minus 135. Pretty generous, honestly, if you look at that number there. I'm with you, guys. Let's go to the cash counter. This has been Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. Thank you so much, Casey Hudson. Thank you, as always, Brandon Lang. We'll see you at the cash counter once again. Happy Memorial Day. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe.